Hi, everyone. Welcome to my show. It's my first episode, and it's called the Dance to Oneness podcast. I'm your host, Amy Shine, and I'm going live on Facebook with this weekly podcast. It's going to be weekly show covering different topics and I'm going to have some different people on the show and so I'll be live here on Facebook and on YouTube at the same time so you can subscribe to my YouTube channel www.youtube forward slash Amy Shine one or you can like my Facebook page Amy Shine CF and and you'll get notified when I go live I'm not sure if I'll have the same time and date every week. That might get tricky. But today I'm live for the first time with this podcast. This podcast has been asking to be out in the world for a while. <laughs> I've been procrastinating. Even though I had it all in place, I had the graphics, I had everything. Um, I'll also have it on SoundCloud as well. Um, the Dance to Oneness on SoundCloud. So let me begin. Um, the whole energy for this podcast and kind of the creative spin behind it was um, I've been on a journey into seeking more consciousness and more a different possibility, a different world since I've been actually kind of pretty young since about 16. And I kind of wanted to like go back um, to where I first started and track it along and um, because there's many paths to consciousness and um, and there is many many ways that bring you um to getting more conscious and to having more consciousness and we all come from different places some come from a yoga background some go into you know shaman healing some you know and um, people just find access consciousness there's all different paths to consciousness and at the end of the day what are we all looking for what are we all asking for? And when I common theme I see um, with people who are looking for more consciousness is that most of us desire a different world. And um, most of us have um, an energy or something inside of us that know that something else is possible here and that there's something beyond what we're sold as reality. And um, you know, the go to school, get on, get on well in your exams, go to college, get an education, get married, have kids, settle down and that and live happily ever after. That whole fantasy that we're kind of sold. Um, for a lot of us, we know that there's something else um, and not to say you can't have all that, but there's also this energy that kind of follows a lot of us around which there has to be something else. And I wanted to go back to where I be kind of began my journey into looking for that something else. And so my journey actually began, I mean, my journey began the minute I came into this world, but the uh, kind of like a big turning point for me and um, a big like, I suppose, game changer for me was, um, was uh, actually it was a big, it was a big tragedy in my family. Um, I was 16 and um, I, have, I had two brothers and two sisters. So we were like an Irish family, grew up in Ireland, um, you know, typical Irish family, four kids. Um, so there was like 
seven of us all together, my parents. And um, I was 16 and, you know, got um, we got the knock on, a, on our door in the middle of the night. And we got the news that my oldest brother um, had was in a car accident. He crashed his car and him and his best friend were both in the car. And actually another, there was three of them in the car. One of them survived and my brother and his best friend got killed. And we got that news that night in the middle of the night. And, you know, it's, it's, it, it's that whole experience, like to have all that happen kind of changed, like kind of did change a lot for me. And I remember that night when I got the news, like just feeling like, oh my God, he's left the planet. Like, I just had this knowing like he, he, like, it wasn't like, it was it was weird it wasn't like oh he's died it was like he's left the planet he's gone and 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 the whole you know experience um it started to get me to question like the whole you know the aftermath and the day you know the year like i suppose the first year after he died was like every single day was like holy fuck did this really happen to have you know someone in your life every day of your life to be part of your family and to be there. Um, and then all of a sudden for them not to be there, like physically not there, it makes you question every single thing around your belief patterns, around life, around death, around living, around what it means to be living. Or, And it, it actually starts to, well, it can start to, if you allow it, open up your world to a different world. Um, and I was quite lucky in that my mother was very open. I suppose the fact that we also grew up in Ireland and Irish people, even though they don't, they pretend like they're not, are actually very open to the spirit world. Even though we're Catholic and we have a lot of Catholic beliefs, we have an awareness a lot of times of the spirit world. And even my grandmother, the night my brother died, had told us that she had um, a knock on her door, which in Ireland you call that the banshee. Um, and it was very natural for her. She knew something inside her knew that this, like that something had happened. Um, and I could probably say a lot of us had that awareness too. Like my clock stopped and it just stopped working that night. It stopped at 4, 4 a.m. I think, which was around the time that we got the knock on the door. So like a lot of these things were happening around us. And m my mother was also very like, um, very aware as well and my sister my older sister and um right away like things started going in the house like electrical things like bulbs started blowing like just random stuff and um, that wasn't random at all and um, and right away my mother was like saying like well that's ross you know that's my brother like he's he's talking to us and so that was already there in my family even though we didn't talk about it every single day that that kind of awareness that there's something else here like you don't just die you don't just die and you're gone you're a spirit and so i had already that like awareness of there's something else here there isn't just us in this physical body in this reality and um, and that started to get me wondering more as well and um, and around the same time when we were going through and, and, and even though you have all this awareness you still like question yourself as well and you still have to deal with 
the emotions of this reality and the trauma of this reality and the tragedy and the loss and all the projections of everybody else projecting at you of how bad and tragic it is and you have to deal with the physical loss and all that stuff which i'll probably get into in a different show because that's not really not where i'm looking to go today and um, i may just do another show on on grief and um, but the today i really want to tap into what it was with that experience that started to open my world so i started to look for a different possibility and and a, a, a girl at the time a friend of mine started going out with um, my brother my other brother he was like two years older than me and um she her mother was really into angels and reiki and she was into all this kind of stuff meditation and she actually brought um an awareness of angels into our world and angel cards and um, and so that was kind of the beginning of me like that was like an opening up for me you know that was like a like cracking into my reality a bit and opening up to like a different possibility was the angels and, and the angel cards and i have i actually have like my first deck of angel cards that i ever had this was my first deck i still have them can you imagine that like this is like 16 years ago i got these and i still have them and and i, I have since so many more decks as well because i love playing with them but i remember at the time being 16 being totally lost being like full of grief and sadness and disillusionment disillusioned and frustration and going through puberty and you know thinking i was an adult when i wasn't an adult and you know and angry and frustrated and all that stuff and all my family going through sim you know similar but different things and everybody trying to like process it in their own way nobody really knowing how to deal with this and um, while also having to put on a a facade for the world that all is okay and i remember just really like when i really needed a lying down sitting down on my bed with these angel cards and taking them out and like just pulling out an angel card and it would literally be just like i would just ask for guidance and and i'll shuffle them now but um they gave me like a sense of like comfort um, and reassurance and it started to, you know, the mundaneness of this reality and the sadness and the tragedy of this reality kind of disappeared when I had my angel cards. Um, and I know for a while I was probably like making maybe the angels greater than me, like the angels knew more than me and, you know, kind of almost like looking into them for answers, which, you know, when you get to access consciousness and you start playing with the tools of access, it's all about empowering you and actually asking questions. That didn't come for me right away. I was young. I was, you know, looking for answers. Um, but the angel cards really started to open up my world um, and started to make me aware that there was a different reality available and that there was a reality of possibilities and there was a reality of magic and miracles. And there wasn't just this reality, the density of this world, and that there was something else here. And it was the, it was an opening for me. And that's why I call this the dance to oneness. This was the beginning of me like discovering the path to oneness. And, and it was a perfect, no, it was far from perfect. Was I looking for answers? Yes. Was I, you know, um, desperate? Yeah. You know, um, but I knew there had to be something else. And 
my brother leaving the planet started to wake that up at me. Um, and it also got me to look at what am I here for? And, and what do I want from this life? Do I want what everyone's telling me I should want? Or do I want something different? Um, and it started to open up my world. Um, and it started to get me to wonder. And, you know, that's like the greatest gift you can have is like that sense of wonderment, like that curiosity, like what else is there? There has to be something else. What is it? You know, or even questioning, like, what am I here for? Um, and so this was like the beginning of my kind of like path <laughs> to oneness. Um, and it was messy and it was rocky and it was difficult at times. And I created a lot of trauma and drama and, and I battled a lot with my emotions, but I had the angel cards for a long time and I still have them. I use them differently now before, you know, I was like, oh, should I be with this person? You know, asking the angels, should I be with this person? Or should I break up with him? Like I would act like direct questions like that rather than actually just tapping into my knowing, which is far greater than looking to someone else for an answer. But the images, like I'll show you some of them, the images and the pictures and the messages started to actually put a question in my world um, and started to open up my world to beyond this reality, I suppose. So I'll do a card, I'll pull a card for all of us. Let's, let me pull one for like, for the planet, right? And for all of us, we're all included on the planet. Hi, Louisa, hi, Tanya. Thanks for being here. And this is what I do. I was 16, 17. I just sit on my bed and I'd shuffle my cards and I'd ask for guidance. And sometimes a card would pop and sometimes it wouldn't. Archangel Michael, you're working very closely with this powerful Archangel who's protecting and guiding you through the situation. So funny, I asked to pull a card for like, the collective for like the planet and everyone on the planet. And we got Archangel Michael, who is the Archangel for um, for fear, right? And there's a lot of fear going on right now on the planet. Um, and then like you can read in the book about it. So Archangel Michael is with you right now. Archangels are large and powerful, non-denominational angels who watch over guardian angels and the earth's inhabitants. Michael, whose name means he was like God, is the angel who eradicates the effects of fear, provides protection for you and your loved ones, and lends his courage and backbone in the face of you taking intimidating ac action. So if you're considering making life changes, such as leaving a job or a relationship, ask Michael for guidance and help in moving forward fearlessly. Michael can also assist you in finding your life's purpose. He can tell you about what steps to take next on your journey. And then they give a little poem. Archangel Michael, I call upon you now. Please lend me your sword and shield of peace and allow me to lean upon your strength and courage. Help me to know and feel that I am safe and protected emotionally, physically, financially, energetically, and spiritually. <sighs> and so, it's not to make like, you know, like I think religion and, you know, some some like spiritual modalities make these like guides and angels greater than you and like are like, oh, you know, I hear some spiritual metaphysical people will be like, oh, let me turn to my guides 
to ask them or let me let me check in with my with my team you know and and it's it's the the message here is like um and what i learned from this is like there is no angel there is no guide there is no messenger that knows more for me than i know for myself that i know what's going to create the greatest for me and i've got to trust me and tap into my knowing that's far greater than any other being on the planet or a person or your parents like um, and all this is all the angels are here for is to um well they were for me like to guide me along the way but it was still up to me to choose whatever i was going to choose um, and so it was the beginning of opening up that kind of like journey from making things and beings outside of me greater than me and then actually realizing you know what amy you've got to choose and you only know what's right for you and actually there's nothing or no one that can tell you what's right for you or what's greater for you you've got to make those choices and so it was it was um a beautiful journey and messy and sometimes i messed up and sometimes i chose some crazy things but the angel cards were like a reminder for me in coming back to me um, and to a world of magic and possibilities and mysteries um, and that there was a different reality available here. And one of the things with my brother was, was it wasn't that I had lost him. He had changed form. He wasn't in a physical form anymore. He wasn't in a physical body, but he was still around me. Um, and so those times where I felt hopeless or I felt like distraught, like I would just go to the angel cards and it was like this comfort and it was like this, you know, blanket around me because the world was difficult for me. I was disillusioned by the world. It was hard. It was harsh. And I didn't fit in, even though I tried to. Um, and the angel cards just were the were the opening for something different. And that was the beginning of my dance to oneness. That was the the beginning of my path in this lifetime, in this reality, in this body. And it was also remembering for me as well. So Tanya says, thanks for that to share with us. I got the similar way, different angel cards were also my way to help me through the crazy years in the earlier parts of my life. Yeah. And, and now I still have angel cards. I have these angel gods and goddesses. She's got some beautiful cards and I love the artwork on them as well. I'm going to wrap it up in a couple of minutes. I just want to show you some of the artwork here. If you're listening on SoundCloud, it's um, Angel God and Goddesses by Tony Carmen. The other angel cards I started with were Doreen Virtue. She's got some beautiful imagery as well. And like the images, um, they're very artistic as well. The goddess of strength, the goddess of the earth. And... And so I can still, I still use the angel cards. I still pull them, you know, every so often. I'm not as obsessive as I used to be. <laughs> I used to be obsessive about them. Um, and here's some other ones. These are another pack I have. So I play with them now more as like, more just like as a play and, and as a reminder. And like, if I'm feeling tired or, non-energetic or non-creative i'll like pull out the angel cards because it's almost just like a re-inspiring reburst of and reminds me and puts me back into my reality which is a reality of possibilities of magic of miracles you know this reality is not that for me so i've got to stay on my track 
um, and stay in that reality. And the angel cards were that for me. And they were the, the opening of that. And then they were the constant reminder throughout my journey. And that really was the beginning for me. And in this lifetime, that was the beginning of opening up my reality to something beyond this physical three-dimensional world. Um, and I, you know, and I have my brother as well to thank for that because he really was um him leaving the planet um was also a massive opening for me too to actually start looking for something else. Like there has to be something else here. Um, and it was my way of also connecting with him. And you know, I would go to the graveyard and it would feel so empty and and so just like dead kind of energy, like I didn't feel any connection to him there. But when I took out the angel cards, um, I would connect to him. Um, and that was that was the beginning of my therapy in a way. That was how I kind of started my, um, that was my self-therapy. So I just wanted to share that with you today. That was the beginning for me at 16 and it evolved from there. And I will, I don't know if I'm going to go in order, but like I'm also going to have Rachel O'Brien on the show next. And she was someone who also I met along my journey and um, introduced me to some more tools that was bringing me along the path to oneness. And so I will have her on Saturday at 1.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, and she, she will talk some more about the dance to oneness and how she came into my path and how she brought me along and her dance to oneness as well. So thanks for being here. Thanks for watching, for watching the future. If you have any questions, you can always send me a message on Facebook or you can check my website out. It's www.amyshine.net. You can subscribe um, to my YouTube channel. These will be live on my YouTube channel and on SoundCloud, the dance to oneness podcast. Okay, bye for now.